0: Franoloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1091, June 6, 2023. 79 years ago today, the brave men went to Omaha Beach for D Day, and the women, a uh, Hell of a day. 97 degrees on this day in 2011, 36 degrees on this day in 1897. I hope now that the swimming season has begun, you've reached out to Aquacide. They have a complete line of products that are keep your swimming beach free of weeds and algae and all the junk the kids don't like. These products are made in White Bear Lake. They work quickly, and they're easy to use. They're registered with all the, get this, appropriate authorities. <laughs> oh. There's no need to let weeds overtake your lake or pond this summer. Call Aquacide today. They'll help you identify your weed problem and make sure your place looks great all summer long. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. Thank you. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning technology corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Haidt in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Susher. Hi, everybody. Everybody wants me to comment. Everybody. Look at me, exaggerating. The masses. (laughs) Look at me, look at me, exaggerating. Uh, No, I got a few emails from people making sure I saw the story of the uh, transgender fellow who uh, successfully has gotten an assignment now to a woman's prison. And yeah, I saw the story. We're all aware of it. It's an imperfect science. We're giving him five hundred grand too, and uh, we we're going to pay him the taxpayers. We're going to get his surgery. Uh, well, you're on the hook for his surgery. Yep, and then you're you're on the hook for four hundred ninety five grand because he was treated poorly by the men at Moose Lake Prison. Hmm. What did he they, do? They hurt his feelings. Hmm. I think he's in on a drug deal. Okay. And he'll locate. Uh, we have entered into a contract, apparently, uh, given this last legislative session, to pay for uh, these guys who want to become a women. In this case, I guess we have to pay for it. Well, that's uh, that's all I'm going to say about it because I find it terribly boring. I don't give a who. Well, about he's
1: 100 percent playing the the system.
0: He's just playing a game. Yeah, to the tune of uh, enriching himself. Right. That the game worked for him. Right, and they're too stupid to see that. Well, you know, you got me going now. I, I, I was going to keep this as reference material, but it, it's so apropos to what we're facing. I think I was alerted to this by John Fram. There's a... I think this is a, this is a piece by Gary Barnett who writes, Communism is not far away. Where did, this, uh, where did this appear? And Lou Rockwell's site? Okay. I'm sure Lou Rockwell is a hardcore right-winger, but whatever this is is all true. And on this site, Gary D. Barnett has written, Communism is not far away. It's as close as Minnesota, a state consumed by socialists, control freaks, and neo-Marxism, all in a postmodern communistic political state. Given the ridiculous and pathetic sensibilities of this current American population, I must clarify that my statements are general in nature and not meant to offend those self-conscious, weak, and easily insulted conservatives and libertarian types who live in Minnesota. This disclaimer should not be necessary given any amount of individual intelligence or confidence, but everybody in Minnesota should by now be aware of the state of affairs in this communal hellhole of socialism." In case residents in other extremist leftist states such as California, Oregon, New York, Washington, and many others in this now culturally deadened country feel ignored, fear not, as most of you already fully understand the thinking and voting practices of your neighbors. So do not be disheartened for not being singled out. This is in no way whatsoever any endorsement of any state politics of the right or libertarian bent As all politics in my view you are asinine and of no use where freedom is concerned. I am basing this particular conversation on the very recent 2023 Minnesota legislative session conclusion and the list of results completed during this deranged effort and stupidity that brought about this list of changes below. The list of changes is two pages long we've been through them. We're, we're ahead of the curve on this, uh, But uh, here's all the stuff they did, and it's just, it's all, we've done it all. We've done it One Minnesota, you mean, or one Minnesota. Uh, But then you get to state government spending increases in this time of hyperinflation. It was raised by a ludicrous amount of 40%. Also, increased taxation for gas, fuel, delivery fees for all retail orders and all goods over 100 bucks. vehicle sales tax increases, metro-wide tax increases, free college provided for all families with incomes under eighty grand. free breakfast and lunch to all regardless of income, and increased tax to use of so-called public parks, including more fees for all fishing, boating, and outdoor activities. Of we should not exclude the new tax for a state-run paid leave program that will affect very adversely, all employees and employers and, of course, driver's licenses as well as free health care will be issued to all illegal immigrants as well and at taxpayer expense, of course. I need a license to fish, but illegal immigrants are getting free driver's licenses yep. and health care. Uh, and then you got your legalized marijuana and blah, blah, blah. This is the America most all of you have allowed to be created and exist and the policies that will be not only in Minnesota but in every state and community in the near future should the people continue to voluntarily accept the state as its God and authority. No matter who is elected, no matter which party is supposedly in power, no matter what promises are made by any candidate, no matter what heinous constitution exists, so long as government and state survive, freedom and justice will never be achieved. Wow, this is from Dr. Uh, or from Gary B. Barnett, who I'm unfamiliar
2: with. So,
0: there you have it. How are you?
2: Everything all right? Dandy. Just dandy as candy.
0: What, what we can take from this is it's certainly being noticed around the country what's happened here. I'll say. Uh, I got this today off the, uh, off the local uh, CBS website the news website. By the way, uh, of all of the local stations that do news, I think CCO has fallen the f- farthest. The they farthest or farthest, furthest? Farthest time. They've fallen the farthest because they're, they're really, really lightening the whole deal up. You can get a lot of... Uh, you know, good question. Should I use mosquito repellent or not? Okay. It's just full oh, of that BS. Oh, yes. and it's so, not well, the equivalent
2: roof. of what to have in your car for the winter. There How you to go. keep your pets safe during that's the heat. It,
0: that's it. You got yeah. a life jacket for your parakeet. You know, <laughs> let's go here.
2: Come on.
0: But they had a piece today on their website, Barack Obama and the national media taking note of Minnesota's miracle
2: legislative session. Oh, my God. It was not.
0: To the likes of Barack Obama and the nation's conventional news-gathering institutions, chief among them the New York Times, it's an absolute miracle what happened in Minnesota. Does that tell you the direction (laughs) of the country? Oh, Oh boy. Uh, While Minnesota Republicans aren't happy, many Democrats and Washington columnists say it proves... (coughs) Excuse me. While... Put out your fires, Canada. Why elections matter. Former President Obama recently tweeted to his 132 million followers. If you need a reminder that elections have consequences, check out what's happening in Minnesota. An editorial in the Washington Post called the recent legislative session a Minnesota miracle. The New York Times wrote about what a difference between Minnesota and states like Texas and Florida. Here we're adding protections for transgender people, school curriculums, and abortion rights. Well, that's not the case in those dreadful, evil other states, they didn't put dreadful and evil, I did. And now we're learning that people might even want to start moving to Minnesota. (laughs) Pride Executive Director Andy... Otto says that gay and trans families are already on their way. Their bags are packed. Wait wait till they
1: discover winter in Minnesota. Mm
0: -hmm. Minnesota Republicans, they throw in as an afterthought. Mm -hmm. Minnesota Republicans see it differently. Minnesota's four Republican members of Congress issued a statement saying, and their congressional colleagues are shocked by the Minnesota legislature's extreme agenda. It's extreme. That word is not, is not wrong. It's extreme because it, was, it is the most financially irresponsible legislative session this, in the history of the state.
3: And that's not hyperbole.
0: It's not. That's nope. a, that's not an exact. This is the most fiscal irresponsibility this state has ever witnessed. Mm-hmm. And can you can you be surprised when you've elected these fruitcakes that skateboard around the Capitol and don't really give a damn and have never worked and don't know what the hell they're doing? This is what you get. The Minnesota disappointment might be the west best way to think about this because we had an historic budget surplus near 20 billion and the fact of the matter is that Minnesota should seen should have seen up to $3500 worth of money back in their pockets at representative Isaac Schultz a Republican from M Dale Township well that's it i mean it's we're we we are nationally being recognized by Obama's 132 million followers as just the greatest place on earth. And do you want to know why
3: President Obama has 132 million followers?
2: Peggy Joseph took her daughter
0: out of school early Wednesday for this. Her emotions ran high following Obama's speech.
4: It was the most memorable time of my life. I, I... was a touching moment because I never thought this day would ever happen. I won't have to worry about putting gas in my car. I won't have to worry about paying my mortgage. You know, if I, if I help him, he's going to help me.
0: All right, thank you, Peggy. How'd that work out, Peggy? We're nationally known. Uh, we're nationally known. You could say it won't be said this way in the Washington Post or the New York Times. But what we should be nationally known for is the largest example of fiscal irresponsibility ever committed by a state legislature and a willing uh, dope governor who went along with it. He said dope. But not only that,
2: they're getting such praise. Oh, yeah, this is big. This is good. They're moving here. People are moving here. Wow. Well, they are. Coming up from Florida,
0: are you? The the free stuff. It's the free stuff fest. You get some good free stuff. A, winter's going to hit, and we'll see you later. And B, uh, if you stay, uh, you're going to have to help us pay for it all. (laughs) Not if you live off the government, you won't have to. I'll say it one more time. And all of you fruitcakes who think you won't be affected, you are really wrong. Because to replicate... The seventeen point five billion dollar surplus, which is now gone, that's been spent right. to enlarge the state government. <laughs> you will need that in the next biennium. On top of the taxes you already pay, they're going to have to come up with seventeen point five billion, which will affect everyone. I think what I don't care what kind of bumper sticker you have on your Prius. <laughs> it will affect you. I
3: think what you're trying to say is there's a great line from a great movie called Kingpin. The rent is due. <laughs> and that seriously,
2: that's what's going gonna gonna happen here. <clears throat> Ooh. Time to rub the bunions, Jenny.
0: <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> time to rub the
0: bunions, Jenny. I got a note from Scott Matura out in Montana regarding what we mentioned yesterday about The fools in Yellowstone moving a baby bison and and taking a baby elk to the police station. Uh, He notes this increasingly bad practice of getting too close to wildlife or actually handling a park animal is discussed regularly here by those of us close to the park. What these people don't know is that once you touch one of the young, their mothers and the herd shun them. They will not be taken back. In the case of the baby elk that fled, as well as the baby bison in the river, both animals were touched by humans. So in the case of the elk, it had no doubt been rejected by the herd. Therefore, left to fend on its own and hope the predators higher on the food chain haven't found it. And the young bison ended up being euthanized. Years ago, I shouted out to a middle-aged man with a large camera who was dangerously close to, Ready? Ready? A bull elk in the rut. The elk turned direction and ran about 10 steps towards the man. The guy looked like Carl Lewis as he jumped over the deck of a building and ran. He received much heckling but was really scolded by a park ranger on the scene. A bull elk will put his antlers clear through the door of your car like it's aluminum foil. I've seen a car on display with the piercings to act as a warning to park visitors. Pushing back from a smart, safe distance. Scott Matura. Mm. Uh, I noted yesterday, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. I want to tell you something about this so called rebate to buy electric bikes. Yeah. Well, I've been talking with Tim Bloom out at EcoFun oh, Motorsports. Sure. Uh, eligible individuals have to be 15 you got to be a resident individual taxpayer at the time of application and you this doesn't even kick in until 2024 and it's creating havoc uh, typical of what this legislative session did it's creating havoc for the the sellers of electric bikes. Oh, I Because people are coming in thinking they're going to get this money or get an electric bike for free, and that could not be further from the truth. The rebates max out at 1500 bucks for an individual. Married taxpayers must file individually for their own rebate certificate, but with limited funds allotted to the program, an estimated... 1300 to 1500 certificates will be able to issued be able to issued be able to be issued statewide each year the program is available 2024 and 2025 you gotta apply for a rebate certificate before you go to the store for the bike. Once the application is approved, the state will then issue the rebate certificate. The rebate certificate must be brought in and assigned to the dealership at the time of the purchase and have the rebate reflected on the total total of the LG can I just cut to the chase. Cut to the chase. <laughs> EcoFun Motorsports right now has four hundred e-bikes in stock. You're not going to get any help from the state, and if you do, it won't be until 2024 and 2025. This has become a disaster for small businesses. What else would you have expected from this legislative session? Uh, And let me tell you, they've got the bikes at EcoFund, 400 e-bikes on sale right now. All in-stock electric bikes are 10% off their real ta- retail play- price, plus 50% off their dealer freight charges. You can save 700 bucks on higher-end Yamaha electric bikes and up to 500 bucks on Scootstar and Bentelli electric bikes this month. There are 400 e-bikes in stock at EcoFun Motorsports on Highway 97, immediately west of 35 in Forest Lake and down in Burnsville, on the Service Road of Life near County Road 42. Full service helmets, apparel. It's a great, great operation. And don't be taken in by this slap together e-bike rebate policy, which has accomplished only filling electric bike shops with electric bikes that Ecofund is now being being making available to you on sale.
3: K&L Surplus and Ammo offers one of the widest selection of firearms in the region. K&L carries 10 different brands of ammunition, including Aguila, Armscore, Federal, Remington, CCI, Magtech, Cellier & Beloy, Norma, PPU, and Hornady. KNL also carries many different brands of firearms, like Ruger, Smith & Wesson, Kanik, Glock, Springfield Armory, Rock Island, Rattay, SKB Shotguns, Hawa, Tika, Henry, and CZ. KLGunstore.com
0: You'll learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Sucherey.
1: So, uh received an email from a GLR regarding Bugs Be Gone. I'm so glad you mentioned that stuff in one of your ads. The stuff is great. I had a windshield that I described as looking through a windshield with chicken pox i sprayed that stuff on let it sit for two minutes drove it out into the rain a couple wipes with the blades and it was infinitely better i would recommend that product to everyone and yeah that's how easy it is you spray bugs be gone on your gross windshield the gross uh uh, of your car your gross grill your gross bumper let it sit a minute or two spray it off bugs be gone it easily solves the frustration of scrubbing bugs it's safe for all finishes it's non-toxic it's water-based and leaves no film or haze when it dries just a clean and shiny bumper, and we can use it on anything organic. Lots of people, they try it on their vehicle, and then, oh, man, I gotta get this on my boat, the camper, uh, motorcycles, whatever. If it's organic, you just spray it on, wait a few minutes, spray it off, and the bugs be gone. Just another fine product for our vehicles from the fine folks at Seafoam.
0: I meant to get to this yesterday. It didn't make me angry. It made me sad. Hmm. Uh it's regarding electric vehicles. Okay. Well, uh, in the industry, there is a quandary known as the nickel pickle. <laughs> <laughs> to make batteries for EVs, companies need to mine and ref... This is from the front page of yesterday's Wall Street Journal. <clears throat> To make batteries for EVs, companies need to mine and refine large amounts of nickel. The process of getting the mineral out of the ground and turning it into battery-ready substances, though, is particularly environmentally unfriendly. Reaching the nickel means cutting down swaths of rainforest. Refining it is a carbon-intensive process that involves extreme heat and high pressure, producing waste slurry that's hard to dispose of. The nickel issue reflects a larger contradiction with the e- within the EV industry. Though electric vehicles are designed to be less damaging to the environment in the long term than conventional cars, the process of building them carries substantial environmental harm. Let me turn to the jump. Substantial, you say? Substantial environmental harm harm the challenge is playing out across indonesia's mineral rich islands by far the world's largest source of nickel these deposits are not deep underground but lie close to the surface under stretches of overlapping forests getting to the nickel is easy and inexpensive but only after the forests are completely cleared One Indonesian mine known as Hangaja Mm. obtained permits five years ago to expand its operations into a forested area nearly three times the size of New York City's Central Park. The mine's Australian owner... Nickel industry said the rainforest clearing in 2021 caused greenhouse gas emissions equivalent to 56,000 tons of carbon dioxide. That's roughly equal to driving 12,000 conventional cars for a year, according to calculations by the Wall Street Journal based on U.S. Environmental Protection Agency data. Or... Seventy-six thousand large boxes of paper clips in fourteen Olympic-sized <laughs> swimming pools. Okay.
1: boy, they're really wind the, windmilling themselves, aren't they? They
0: really are. I think it's the Earth's, it's humans' biggest example of windmilling. I think Nickel Industry says that firsthand it cleared uh, says the forest land it cleared had previously been degraded by illegal logging which is why the Indonesian government allowed mining there. The company says it works hard to rehabilitate land, including planting over 2 million trees, and notes that its efforts have received environmental stewardship awards from the Indonesian government. Hmm. That's like a pat on the back from
2: (laughs) Hitler.
0: Unfortunately, land clearing is required for all open cast mining processes, including our operation, said the firm's sustainability manager, Muchazar, who, like many Indonesians, goes by one name. The negative impact is offset, he said, by nickels used in the environmentally friendly batteries. At this point, I was getting the, the sadness feeling that how how wrong this is and how we are so desperate to change things that work and replace them with things that don't. Tesla said in an April report that EVs cause more emissions during the manufacturing phase than conventional vehicles. Due in part to the process of extracting and refining minerals, the company said it takes less than two years of driving for an EV's total emissions to fall below that of a comparable internal combustion engine vehicle, however. Nickel is responsible for more than a third of the carbon emissions generated for making a common type of battery cell, more than any other mineral or production process. Uh, Before 20, I won't read the whole thing. Before 2018, most of the nickel used in EVs was the type generally found in non-equatorial countries, including Canada and Russia. The sulfide nickel found there is generally of a higher grade and easier to process than other varieties. The mines often located deep underground are expensive and time-consuming to develop. Thus, what, what happens? You, you go to a place like Indonesia where you can find, you can extract nickel f- virtually from the surface of the earth, but first you clear-cut the forest. Right. So don't any of you EV drivers ever bitch at me about the rainforest? <laughs> Auto executives worried about having enough nickel to meet rapidly growing demand for EVs. They had moved from cobalt, another battery component, after human rights groups and journalists reported on widespread child labor in cobalt operations in dangerous conditions faced by mines in the Democratic Republic of Congo. Automakers tweaked their batteries to reduce cobalt, cobalt by adding more nickel. So you got something wrong with the cobalt right you're gonna you're gonna up you're gonna trump that by something wrong with the nickel yep and sounds like a recipe for a disaster but it's a government car <coughs> wow and the government is not capable of producing a car so that has me asking
1: why why are the big in charge the climate change cartel They've got to know this, Such. that there's no way they don't know this. Why do they continue to push EVs the way they do? If they know that not only will this not help the planet, it will further harm the planet.
0: I don't know how to follow the money, but follow the money has to be the answer to your question.
2: Well, those politicians are appeasing to those... People that are the loudest criers, those, the leftists that are saying, we need, we need, we need. We don't care why or how. We just want the end result.
0: Right. But we that's not answering the question. The Doesn't, question is they know this. They know yeah. this is degrading. Yeah. This is hurting the earth. Why are they doing it then? Is
3: it doubling down when you know you're wrong and you just refuse to no, admit? No, it's more than that.
1: It's financial in nature. It's follow
0: the money. Yeah. Who's getting rich from this? Yeah Well, mining companies are Chinese mining companies are. Okay, then so let's bring it local.
1: Um, we all know trees and rainforest. what do, what do they do? They eat carbon dioxide, right. right? Right make the planet better. Why are we cutting trees down very, very old trees down along Summit Avenue for a bike path? The idiots in charge have to know that this is harmful for the environment. And those trees and that green space beautifies the city. Why are they doing it?
0: Well, okay, you're right. Let's keep it local. Let's stick to Summit Avenue. And the answer there would be there is no money to follow. Right. That will only be taxpayer, taxpayer money required. Yeah. There is no one that will, uh, there is no one that will benefit personally from it uh, as near as I can determine. Mm. So that means the answer has to be elevated to uh, a, a more common thought uh, in keeping with what's been taking place, and that is the diminution of capitalism, or, or. The predisposition to frown upon capitalism and individual freedoms. The bike path on Summit might be as simple as it's being driven by people who are opposed to the automobile. They're opposed to the automobile because they believe the automobile is harming the earth, which it is not. Electric vehicles will. And they're opposed to the automobile because the automobile represents freedom of movement, living wherever you want to, going wherever you want, whenever you want. And somehow that disturbs their
2: sensibilities. And it's ironic because you, you want to be an individual. They all want to be Individuals? No,
0: they don't. They want a collective attitude. They want a collective mentality. And to them, collectivism would mean you're going to your local bakery on your bicycle to get your uh, assigned loaf of bread.
2: But physically, they all want everybody to, I want to have red hair. Okay, you should be able to have red hair. That's, that's I think, somewhat ironic that in their physical appearance... And what they want to be addressed as, they want to be individuals. But then on the flip side, like you're saying, they want everybody to be the same.
0: The
1: uh, They're forcing a lifestyle change on us, with, and the end result is the um, the end of capitalism.
0: The lifestyle change would be a lifestyle where no one really can gain much. Can, no one can really get ahead right uh, because getting ahead is frowned upon
3: because yeah. how and, dare you achieve
0: and to and then what they would argue is that getting ahead would require you 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 to use more resources you would need lumber to build that big house you want to build and you need steel and you need this yeah. all of it all of it comes to a screeching halt crashing into the mining for EV batteries mhm it comes to a screeching halt you you want this and yet you're not seeing a peep about the destruction of the rainforest to get the nickel needed for your car battery why did,
2: all, a, why did they get a why do they get a pass on that
0: well, this is what we're trying to figure out and Follow how the many? money
1: how many years have we been bitched at about the rainforest? Oh,
0: crazy. For as long as I've been alive. Sting wouldn't have a career. He would have been done when the police... <laughs> 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 uh, I, I, uh, but here, here's an environmental movement, if it exists, that I would happen to agree with. and, well, and yeah. Out of, of common sense. I happen to agree with the idea that I'm finding oil drilling far less intrusive to the earth than mining for minerals. And you, all of you same people who skateboard around the Capitol, you don't want any mines in Minnesota. Right. You're constantly opposed to that. Not in my backyard. So, so you're cool with 12-year-old kids doing it? For no pay yeah. and health risks? I don't understand this. I, I, I don't understand it. China's domination of Indonesian nickel processing poses risks for Western electric vehicle companies at a time of fraying relations. Between Washington and Beijing. Last year, the U.S. government declared nickel a critical mineral whose supply is vulnerable to disruption and very limited nickel production operations in the U.S. We have the means in the U.S. to produce enough oil to meet our needs. Okay. More than enough. Mm -hmm. And we clamp down on that. We clamp down on that, and we put people and the earth at great risk to produce nickel and cobalt and lithium and aluminum and graphite. What? I don't get... All right. uh, GLers are going to weigh in. I know they will because they're smart people, and they think... Where's it's the only answer can be follow the money.
2: Right.
0: It's the only where's answer.
2: The, where's the money? Who's who? Like you right. said, the miners get it. Yep. Okay.
0: And I'm naive if I say, well, what's in it for General Motors? Well, they got to be part of the money trail. What's in it for Ford? They have to. What's in it for any automobile manufacturer? Uh they also believe they must sell EVs to appease banks, which, which labor under the stress of being approved by the government right? for ESG scores.
2: Well, and car companies want to sell whatever is hot at the moment, too. And the EVs are e- hotter e- than hell.
0: EVs are not hot. And if they are, that's a manufactured heat. They're being purchased by the woke and we replaced that word, didn't we? They're being re- they're being what. purchased by regressives. regressives. I don't like
2: that.
0: Now there are there are the Garofalos of the world, and my buddy Big O, who are techno guys and math guys, and they they enjoy the hell out of the EV for a variety of reasons. And and uh, there there are people who enjoy the EVs and swear by them. they're novelty items, Yeah, it's like my dad bought a Volkswagen Beetle in 1960, and the only reason he did is because all of his buddies were doing it because they thought it was funny.
3: Right. They thought it was a lark. Didn't you get an email a few months back from a GLer who bought a used EV and only did it just to save money on fuel costs?
0: I
2: I I remember you
0: remember
3: something.
2: I I would say that our former governor has his electronic vehicle just because uh, it goes fast and it can beat your car. I don't think he's making a uh, climate statement. Well, he's doing it because it's a fun tool to have. Then
0: he falls under the the heading of he too is doing it because it's a novelty.
2: That's yes, that's what I gather
3: from his any truth to the rumor that he's also doing it just to bug Joe. Probably that has
2: a slice of the pie yes
0: well I know he doesn't listen to the show but, but Jesse <laughs> uh, what about the rainforest and the 12 year olds and the destruction of islands in Indonesia what the how is this accounted for I can't answer that question
1: so anyway that story made me sad. And the disturbing part about the car manufacturers is they're offering less and less gas options. I mean, isn't the Cadillac going to be all electric? I believe so. No gas options. Toyota has made a a great deal of their lineup either um,
0: hybrid or electric. But their chairman is not giving up on gas. I sure hope not. No. You know... The, our is critics, this ca- go ahead. sorry oh, is no. this
2: capitalism <sighs> reverse capitalism
0: that's that's really an interesting way to look at it it's it's capitalism but it's capitalism under duress it's
3: the green movement yeah you're right
0: it's capitalism but capitalism has been hectored. And exhausted with criticism of how it exploits the earth. Mm-hmm. Capitalism has been derided for that. Right. But, but aren't you deriding it for this? Seems so. Hmm. And then I also have, and I'll be brief. See, my critics are probably thinking, well, this ass bleep, <coughs> it continues to rip evs because he says they're government cars no a i've never liked them they don't scratch any itch that i have none okay and two i don't like being told by the government what i should have to drive and three i think it's horrendous what this does to the earth not to mention kids well, and I've never it? seen a 12-year-old
3: kid on an oil rig. The What was it, the school was buses or the line? fire trucks that are damaging the roads because they're too heavy?
0: Yeah, a school district in Michigan had to mothball the fleet of electric school buses because they don't work. They didn't imagine. I have from the MIT Technology Review. I right. bet you all read that. Boy, but, uh, yeah,
2: that's a nerd convention. Which month? <laughs> this
0: month or last month? My copy hasn't uh, arrived yet. <laughs> This is dated August 19th, 2021, but I accepted that two years old piece because I wanted the source to be something that my critics would not say was, you know, an old Rush Limbaugh tape. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, wow. I beat him in the ratings, by the way. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Adam. <laughs> Adam boy. You outlived him, too. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. Wow. Well, well
3: that's because you. Rookie would always shut off the feed He's for the sorry. Rush Limbaugh right. show.
0: This is from Massachusetts Institute of Technology. This has got Scott. good
2: street creds. And
0: I'll just cut to the chase. Solar panels are damn near impossible to recycle. It's another case of windmilling. Why? Wouldn't there be
2: parts, plastic parts? Uh, or a-
0: well, what we learn is expanding solar power production is important. Well, well, no, it isn't. About 8 million metric tons of decommissioned solar panels could accumulate globally by 2030. By 2050, the number could reach 80 million metric tons. Recycling these panels could provide a new source for materials that would otherwise need to be mined, potentially under unsafe and exploitative working conditions, making solar a more sustainable piece of the clean energy puzzle. Uh, Solar panels are laid out like a sandwich with cells in the center. About 90% of commercial solar panels use silicon as the semiconductor, which converts light into electricity. Thin strips of metal, usually silver, crisscross the surface of silicon crystals in each cell and move electricity into the panel's copper wiring. This layered construction protects cells from the elements while allowing sunlight through, but it can be difficult to deconstruct when the panels have reached the end of their life because now you have all this stuff. Got it. And what do you do? Oh, you
2: did say some copper, so okay.
0: Although some resellers offer used panels for sale to residential customers, they don't offer much price savings. Panels only make up at most about half the cost of residential solar, with the other equipment and permits accounting for the rest. Given that used panels don't generate much electricity, the money saved by buying them might not be worth it. Used panels that can't be resold are destined for either the landfill or some type of recycling. In the absence of federal mandates, because this is all happening so fast they haven't even gotten around to this yet, Washington recently passed recycling requirements for manufacturers and other states are now considering doing the same. The EU requires manufacturers to collect and recycle used solar panels and fund research on end-of-life solutions for the technology they produced. Uh, some waste facilities can recycle solar panels Panels using mechanical methods. Most pop off the aluminum frame and grind all the glass, silicon, and other metals into a mixture called glass cullet, which can be sold for building materials or other industrial applications. But cullet isn't worth much around $3 for a panel's worth of the mixture. Mm. And it's not clear if there will be buyers for all the cullet that would result from recycling many more solar panels.
2: You, so you're not going to see the 1973 rusted-out pickup full of uh, overs of cullets? Uh, uh, just anyway. If you're I didn't in- realize they didn't have... I thought they were... A lifetime. I didn't realize they expired. Solar no, family. 30, thirty.
0: Yeah, thirty to thirty-five years. Everything. Okay. Everything wears out.
2: And we just throw them in the bottom of the ocean. Mm. We're too big no, for the fish we, to swallow.
0: We don't. Mm. Well,
2: they're working on it,
1: from what I'm reading uh, from energy.gov.
0: The economics <clears> for recycling <throat> remain uncertain. Silver is so expensive and unlimited, some researchers are working to reduce or even replace silver in new panels. Well, this could drive the price down further. It would also cut into the economic case for recycling. Uh, uh, If you're you're interested, uh, the total amount of global electric waste could hit, this is MIT, not me could hit 120 million metric tons annually by 2050.
1: Oh, okay. I'm reading something here again, energy.gov, that in 2030, it could be as high as 1 million tons. And then they throw this line in. To put that in perspective, there are 200 million tons of solid waste, excluding recycled and compost materials generated in the United States each year. But then they go on to say that the cost of recycling, like you've been saying, is far greater than the cost of just, you know,
0: burying them in a hole and covering them up. The green movement is terribly expensive.
1: Yeah, and harmful to the and earth. terribly harmful. <laughs> it's just so
0: painfully ironic. Uh, my new gr- my garage door guy, Yeah. you know, they, they're dealing with my garage door, which is made out of wood. It ain't made out of no Uh, cullet,
2: whatever the hell cullet is.
0: Precision garage door of the Twin Cities, it's a great operation. Garage doors are heavy. You don't want it falling on your noggin. You want that thing checked out. They can break any time. My guys can be reached 24-7, seven days a week. They don't charge more for weekend visits. And when it's time to get a new garage door, maybe you want to up your curb appeal. These are the people you need. They, you need them for everything. Rollers, springs, your opener. They'll even figure out how to hook it up to your phone. Come on. And I would need them to do that. That's Precision Garage Door. Precision Garage Door serving the Metro and Western Wisconsin. Make sure you let them know you appreciate a GLer-owned business. Precision Garage Door. They fix garages correctly. They fix garage doors correctly the first time. Get help immediately at PrecisionDoorMN.com.
2: All right, here's the deal. Minnesota Masonic Charities, since 2006, I already told you about that, and I told you that they're on GarageLogic because they want to let people know they exist. And they have existed for quite some time. Okay, Uh, truth be told, I was watching Outlander, an episode of Outlander last night, and this is from the uh, 1700s, and the star of the show sees one guy shaking hands with the governor and he gives him the secret, how you doing, handshake. He recognized that that was a Freemason handshake, and then he asked the governor to make him a Freemason. Freemasons have been—is Outlander a true story? No. Are the Freemasons a true story? Yes. Yes, they are, and they're all garage logicians. They're excellent builders. So many sayings have come from the Freemasons, and you know what? They also have been very charitable over the years. Some of the most famous people around the world— are and were Freemasons. If you'd like to learn more about it and some of the charities that they work with, go to mnmasoniccharities.org. You want to go old school and call them and ask them about their outfit? 952-948-6200. Now I can honestly say, as featured in the series Outlander, I'll tell you, those Masons and the Minnesota Masonry, they're wonderful, wonderful people, so learn more about the umbrella organization that they run under Minnesota Masonic Charities and they're online at mnmasoniccharities.org Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores
0: sifting through the nuts and bolts of life Joe Suchere
1: Let's get that lawn handled and let's have fun doing it on a Tri-State Bobcat Purchase Toro Zero Turn Mower from Tri-State Bobcat Little hunt uh Little Canada I almost said Little Hudson <laughs> Little Hudson Canada and Birdsville uh Dandy Sale right uh running right now on a couple of time cutters um, nice ones too a 54 inch time cutter my ride suspension floating on a cloud 48.99 Toro gives you a $200 rebate then Tri-State throws in another $200 rebate your final price there 42.99 the 50 inch time cutter that one's relatively cheap. I can't believe this price. $3,899. That's a $100 instant rebate, $37.99 the final price. But then uh, Tri-State goes ahead and throws a five-year warranty on there, and you already have the Toro Total Care Warranty Extension. Both of those are $460 value. That uh, Total Care Extension, that warranty, that, um, well, number one, allows for Pickup and delivery within 25 miles of the shop. That's on riding products, and up to a 30% reimbursement on all those little maintenance items that Toro covers. That's a wonderful deal. Very solid machine. To Tri-State. They've got they've got us covered in the Metro, Little Canada, Little Canada, little. Hudson, uh, and Burnsville, and then Owatonna with Mankey's equipment, and then coming soon to Saint Croix Falls at Tri-State Bobcat on Highway 8. Oh, the website. Try state mm-hmm.
0: Lil Canada would be a good rap name.
4: Lil. 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 Yeah. Lil. 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 Yeah, if no. he was from Toronto. Right. Here's John Haidt. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Uh, kicking things off a sports note, I guess, sort of. Uh, I guess a political note. All kinds of notes, whatever. The most disruptive year of golf ending today when the PGA Tour and European Tour agreed to a merger. with Saudi Arabia's golf <laughs> interest creating a commercial operation designed to unify professional golf around the world. As part of the deal, the sides are dropping all lawsuits involving Live Golf against each other <laughs> effectively. Immediately. Still uh, to be determined is how players like Brooks Kepka and Dustin Johnson, who defected to live for nine figure bonuses, can rejoin the PGA Tour after this year. Also unclear is what form the live golf league would take in 2024. Commissioner Jim Onahan said in a memo to players that a thorough evaluation would determine how to integrate team golf into the game. The agreement combines the public investment fund's golf-related commercial businesses and rights, including Live Golf and those of the PGA and European Tours. The new entity has not yet been named.
0: I think the PGA lost. I'll say uh, this is astonishing to me. But what no. uh, what ultimately happened is the PGA realized. They don't have the money to continue to even fight. Liv, Liv has the unending source of corrupt money. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: I love the exactly. fact that John used the word "defected" as if Mickelson and Johnson, you know, were on some raft leaving Cuba. Well, they, they got a hundred billion bucks. To no, get. "defected"
0: is the right word. Is it? Okay. Yes, they defected. <laughs> I wouldn't let them back in the country. Well, the PGA folded like a cheap suit. Because they can't afford not to. Right.
1: Yeah. Sounds like the mafia taking over a business. It really does. Exactly. Kenny hit it right
4: on the nose there.
2: When are they going to be... I'm sorry, John. When are they going to be too far in to realize they can't get out? What do you mean? With with this... uh, What if... What if the, the they start I think it's too late. They just yeah. announced they're going in. No, but I'm saying as they go forward, what yeah. if there's more pressure on the golfers or they're making up different rules and That's What are you talking about? I'm saying if if the 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 governorship of the new merger is who's got all the power? Well, that'll be worked out in this merger. Well, is it the Middle East guys that have all the power? I'm sure they'll have quite a quite an influence. This is so I we we can't beat
0: them, let's join them. Mhm.
2: But then they're going to get so far in, they're going to start screwing it all up.
0: Who knows what the future
4: holds? All right. <laughs> in news, Plastic. Plastics are the future. <laughs> in news, six juveniles and a stolen car led officers on a chaotic chase that ended with a collision <sighs> into another vehicle. At a bus shelter in Minneapolis yesterday. Law uh, enforcement officers from the Hennepin County Sheriff's Office and Minneapolis Police initiated the pursuit just before noon when they noticed a vehicle driving erratically. The vehicle was believed to have been involved in a string of armed robberies earlier in the day, according to the sheriff's officers. Officers tried to stop the car, but it sped away. The chase ended when the suspect vehicle crashed into an innocent bystander's vehicle near Penn and Olson Memorial Highway. The vehicle then hit a bus shelter and a man who was standing, according to the sheriff's office, the woman driving the vehicle that was hit suffered minor injuries. The man who was standing at the bus stop taken to the hospital His condition unknown as of this morning. Five boys and a girl were inside the stolen vehicle. Edmonton County Sheriff DeWanna Witt told 5 Eyewitness News the person driving was 12 years old. My God. Do we have oh, the time yeah. of day on that, John? Noon. Yeah, it was at uh, right around noon. I was going to say really
0: school. Well, maybe school's out. I think school's, school's out. Yeah.
2: I predict that Mary Morality will come out with a plan to teach twelve year as, as soon as they're 12-year-old, they get to driving lessons only in Kias, and they can only learn in Kias. Yeah. So they can cruise around because, again, they can't take corners at 40. They don't know how to lay off the They don't know gas. how to drive. Right. Did there, she there issue was... a statement? No, I'm just picking on her. There was, she,
4: was a go ahead, long interview with her yesterday on Channel 5 before I think all this happened, or maybe right after, where she, uh, she went deeply into juvenile crime, but uh, mm. didn't say a whole lot, unfortunately. Uh, Here's a horrible story on pretty much every level. Months before a girl died of a fentanyl overdose, she had reported to staff at her St. Paul Elementary School that her mom had burned her. Court records allege those staff members who are mandatory reporters didn't flag the incident until two weeks after the girl's death. On Monday, prosecutors charged the girl's mom, 27-year-old Shantasia Travis, with two separate counts of second-degree manslaughter in connection with the death of her daughter who was born in 2015. According to a criminal complaint, Travis found her daughter unresponsive when she went to wake her up for school on March 31st. Medics pronounced her dead shortly after arriving. Investigators found evidence of drugs throughout Travis's home, including a baggie with suspected crumbs of narcotics along with straws. It contained white residue that tested positive for cocaine. A blue M30 pill inside her purse contained fentanyl and the chemical 4-ANPP, a precursor to fentanyl. When Travis maintained she kept her drugs where her daughter couldn't find them, she admitted she wasn't aware about the pill. When police questioned Travis, she said there was a chance her child had gotten into her drugs. On April 14th, two weeks after the girl's death, a suspected child maltreatment report from Benjamin E. May's school, where the girl was a student, showed she had approached staff about a burn on her upper chest in late fall of 2022. The girl said her mother had inflicted the burn and staff concluded the injury was not recent. But despite being mandatory reporters, documents show staff did not come forward to the authorities about the incident Relative of the family explained to police on the case that she was concerned about, her, about Travis's daughter's living con- situation. She said the child often smelled bad, didn't have clean clothes, and complained of hunger when she saw her. The woman reported the alleged poor home situation to staff at the school and requested to take the girl home, but staff wouldn't let her, as Travis hadn't authorized that family member to pick the girl up or receive any information <laughs> about the girl.
0: Now, take it slowly. Think before you talk and keep it brief.
2: Yes. You. That complaint originally was in no, the fall of 2021. And the staff at Benjamin E. Mays or the school district did not inform uh, authorities. The, uh, the authorities. And Who also Who were the authorities to be informed? If,
0: if Child they, social workers? Yeah,
2: cigarette. There are supposed to be immediate um, tellers. And nothing happened. And nothing happened, and they uh, they blew it. And then this year, when John re- talked about the November 22, it looked like an old burn. That's what they checked this fall. But she had reported it, the young lady, in the fall of 2021. Mm-hmm. And it, nothing was done. So that's why they looked at it and said, it's an old burn in this fall. And... I know that the, uh, the teacher of the student was not informed of any of this. She did not know. And she's devastated. Everything's broken.
0: Everything. It really is. That, that, the academy, there's good souls in the academy sure. who are concerned. But the academy is, is just completely failed. Well, how did the St. Paul School District protect this child? They got a hell of a superintendent, don't they?
2: they, they, they I mean, and this is one. This is one. There's broke families everywhere across. Mm-hmm. This isn't just at this. There's everywhere. Who else are they protecting, so to speak? I think yeah. some of the rules have to How change. How
0: old was this, cute girl?
2: First grade. Eight years
4: old, right? First grade. Seven. Yep. I'm sorry, yeah. seven.
3: My God.
4: Hmm. <sighs> A man shot and killed by law enforcement during an armed standoff Saturday night in St. Croix County in Wisconsin was an officer with the Minnesota Department of Corrections, according to a news release from state officials. 42-year-old Tyler Abel of New Richmond, Wisconsin, had been hired by the Minnesota Department of Corrections in April 22. Uh, 2022. A statement from DOC Commissioner Paul Schnell said his death is both tragic and troubling. The DOC news release says Abel worked in manufacturing for about 20 years before changing careers. It also states Abel was well-liked and highly regarded by many staff while working at the Stillwater Prison. We talked about this yesterday. It all started at about 10.46 in the evening when dispatchers received a call reporting a domestic disturbance. A caller said her husband was out of control and threatening to bring his AR out. The St. Croix County Hmm. deputies and New Richmond police officers arrived and found the caller outside the home. Officers were then told that two kids and the husband were still inside the home. Law enforcement saw the man through a window, tried to talk him, talk to him as he was holding a hunting rifle. He threatened the authorities and left the home with a gun to confront the officers, according to the news release. St. Croix County Deputy and the Richmond officer fired their weapons, killing him at the scene. Boat County Sheriff's Office is investigating the case. They'll turn it over to the St. Croix District Attorney's Office for a review. The deputy and officer involved have been placed on administrative leave a bush foundation funded effort will issue 50 million dollars to the descendants of slaves living in minnesota and the dakotas over eight years in the hopes of building black wealth reversing systemic injustices and
2: positively oh, in the,
4: the foundation and nexus community partners the saint paul group administering the program think the open road fund is the first of its kind in minnesota and one of the first large-scale programs nationwide that ties grants to the descendants of slavery Nexus will begin taking grant applications June 19th, the federal holiday, Juneteenth, that commemorates the end of slavery in the U.S. Grants up to 50 grand will be issued to 800 descendants of slavery by 2031. At least half of the grants are expected to land in Minnesota, which has a much larger black population than either.
2: I have a serious question, and none of us probably can answer this, but so as part of these grants, do you you have to prove... Uh, let's take Alec, what's his name, Roots, Alex Haley. He went all the way back to Kunta Kinte. Are there, are there notifications, and does a, a guy living on 4th Street know that he descended from a certain part of Africa and his great-great-great-grandfather came here and lived in I don't in know the
0: answer to your question, but that mother of the 8-year-old girl who died better not get a nickel. Amen to that.
4: You would assume, Rook. I know you can trace your ancestry way back. Obviously, now there's five or six different businesses that do it. Uh, I would think you'd have to show proof, right? I, I would, would assume. Yeah, I don't know. Well, and you
2: know, do. Bush Foundation. I'm going to check by What about the natives? The natives that were I'm living on my, this land. Oh, All you're going to get
3: is, you're just going to get
0: some free sod. I'm going to send a swab he's, someplace. He's
3: going to get out. some
2: free sod.
0: Yeah, I'm going to get some trash. <laughs> the sod out. No, uh, as for the natives, we're giving everything
1: back. Weren't you here yesterday? That's right. Yeah. that's well, well, yeah. right. Yeah. Oh. Target it's is helping.
4: Right. Mount right. well, Rushmore. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah really Mount mm-hmm. well, Rushmore. That's uh, uh, that's some news. We'll have some more news in just a little bit. more if, if 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 uh, who was the guy he, yeah. who
0: did Mount Rushmore? Uh, Gaybold, Horbold, I can't think of his name. I got it. Uh, why didn't the Indians just shoot him with bows and arrows? Why didn't they just shoot him, kill him? Well, it was in
1: well, the twenties. Point it was a know. little late. Know, they, were much, much, yeah. they were pretty. Wasn't much, it uh, uh, Axel Axelrod?
0: Axel Bold and uh, mm-hmm. some. Uh, well, I think he was a speed. Hmm. Some court of some sort of Scandinavian. A lot of fella. pulleys and
4: levers and stuff to do the old right. Mount Rushmore. Yeah. But, <laughs> pulleys know. and levers. Yes. All right, we'll be back. Chris, why don't you talk to us about something? You
3: know what? It's time <laughs> to welcome a brand new client to the Garage Logic Fordram. Podcast. What do you
4: Borgram, right? Borgram,
3: that's it. Hans. Hans Borgram. Franz and
0: Hans. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't Hans.
3: That new client that I'm speaking of, gentlemen, is the North American (laughs) Banking Company. They first opened in 1998, and they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers, where you know your banker, and they know you personally. While not a lot has changed since 1998, this commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities has thrived. They have six locations right here in the Twin Cities. Roseville, 50th and France, Hastings, Woodbury, Shoreview, and their new branch over there in Maple Grove. I'm a customer. They offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but with the unparalleled service of a community bank, they are fantastic. North American Banking Company is locally owned and operated, which means, gentlemen, Loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities. They're not sent out of the state. Now, this helps business owners solve problems and expand their business with confidence. So check them out. Go online right now. North American Banking Company is online, and they are here for you and your business. And if you're looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, then please... Do me a favor and turn to the experts at North American Banking Company. Stop in, say hi to Mike and the entire crew and let them know you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast.
2: Not a garage logic town council member. Here's what you're missing. I forgot to tell you guys that we stopped at the uh, oh, National no. Eagle Center down in uh, uh, Wabash. I'll, I'll excuse that. Yeah, it was it was really neat. Yeah. I was the hit of the lobby when I grabbed an eagle puppet and stood up and started singing on Eagles' Wings. <laughs> <laughs> I had the entire Jeez. God,
1: what an embarrassment! So
2: I'm gonna post that on Twitter. I hope you'll give it a watch. And, yeah, and here's what. Raise you up on Eagles' Wings. And
1: here's what you're. Going to do, you're going to tag every single TV and radio host yes. in the you market because you, you are so God blessed. Needy, go
3: behind the scenes of Garage Logic with unfiltered audio and video access, invites to
2: exclusive events, an emailed newsletter from the mayor himself, and more by signing up at garagelogic.com. If you're rolling, is your uh, air conditioning unit rolling? Yes. Boy, you probably used the heck out of it this past week. It's cooling down here, and it was making some funny noises. You had some close calls, possibly? No. No, you didn't? No. Well, if your air is fine, then you don't have a problem. But... It's the season. How about your heating unit? Ooh. You shut that down for the year. You want to make sure that baby is going to crank right up in October when you start using it again. If so, the state gives us electricity... Well, you have a rebate. I don't know. Here's what you do. You get in touch with Welter, and they'll let you know whether or not the sound it was making is good or bad. It's natural. If not, they'll come out, request an appointment online at Welter welterheating.com. They've been in business 100 years. They're not money grabbers. There's four generations of the Welter family that have been working here in Minneapolis, so they're extremely trustworthy. They don't have the fancy vans and the crazy jingles. They're going to be here for the next 100 years as well. So please trust them and the fact that they're friends of Garage Logic and have been for decades. 612-825-6867. 612-825-6867. Online at welterheating.com. Remember, Air Condition Your Shelter with Ray Ann Welter. Joe Sushure, the keeper of common sense.
1: Your wildest construction or remodeling dreams can come true. Aim High Construction, they're in the business of designing gorgeous custom spaces and making dreams come true, making them a reality. The crew at Aim High will make your vision Well, you won't believe it. They can handle your exterior, your interior needs for both residential and commercial properties. And that includes, well, includes everything. Everything you can possibly think about. Chris, the owner, he is 100% committed to your 100% satisfaction, and they won't stop until that's reached. When you work with Aim High, you get all the prompt, professional, and courteous service that you'd expect from an experienced crew. But they also work with the leading brands. They use the best materials available. And uh, they it's high-performing solutions, in their words. And you'll enjoy the entire process from the beginning to the final cleanup. Get that bid ball rolling right now. Do it today. Get on the schedule. AimHighConstructionMN.com. Discuss your hopes, your dreams, and your project. Again, AimHighConstructionMN.com.
4: In other news, uh, we're only 17 months away, folks. The presidential race for 2024 is heating up.
2: <laughs> wow Chris
4: Christie Chris Christie a long shot but he is announcing today uh, that he is running for the Republican nomination uh, Christie known in recent months mostly for going after former President Donald Trump uh, meanwhile Trump's vice president Mike Pence filed paperwork with the FEC yesterday he'll formally launch his bid for the nomination tomorrow in Des Moines uh, that would be Pence's 64th birthday tomorrow and he'll be announcing then on Monday North Dakota Governor Doug Bergham released a teaser video called announcement preview change okay video highlights Bergham's roots in arthur north dakota as well as his accomplishments as a businessman and governor and uh he uh, well he hits at liberals then he hits at pez- uh, president trump and he's expected to make an announcement on wednesday in north dakota uh so three new republicans then uh well-known leftist commentator and sacramento native cornell west Announced yesterday, he's running for the U.S. presidency. Uh, he's not running as a Democrat or Republican. Uh, he's is not. Running. He's running as an independent. Who's I was, was kind of like Cornell. He was a little off the wall. Cornell's politics can be described as solidly left-wing, having previously announced his support for Bernie Sanders' presidential campaigns. Uh, being hard to pin down, he's also known for his frequent criticism of Barack Obama's presidency. He has a bachelor's degree from Harvard and a master's and PhD from Princeton. He says he'll run as a third-party candidate.
2: My guy is Chris Christie right now. I, I don't he know how you can't... Doesn't have a chance. Why? Because he's chubby? <laughs> <laughs> Chris Christie, because of his appearances on George Stephanopoulos's Sunday morning show, uh, is the real deal. Uh, he's the he's the best candidate running oh, right now. It's not you know, what,
0: you know what? Clam it up for 17 months.
2: Okay. We, we, can't, we can't. We can't. The that's,
3: thing is, though, yeah. if Trump doesn't get, and he's going to, but if he doesn't get the nomination, he's going to run as an independent.
4: Right? Uh, he, he would kill, though, any Republican's chance. That's that's opinion. exactly what I'm
3: saying, is if he doesn't get the nomination, he's going to run and destroy How any is he chance. possibly he's a,
4: going to get the nomination? And if you saw the news yesterday, he may be indicted by then. So. No, yeah. he
0: never will be. Nothing's ever come of any of this, and nothing I, ever will. I nothing ever what, will. What about from the current president?
4: Yesterday, I think he'll be indicted. No, I don't think what, so. What will he be indicted for, Chris? Really? <laughs> oh, yeah, really. Falling down. Oh, well, yeah. that was bad. <laughs> that Can was you be indicted idea. for falling down? Mm. Uh, <laughs> The shipping of migrants to other states is turning into a political football. Governor uh, of California, Gavin Newsom, appeared to threaten his Florida counterpart, Ron DeSantis, with kidnapping charges as a second plane load of migrants arrived via private jet in Sacramento. In Pico, California, a faith-based group helping the migrants said the group didn't know they were being taken to California had been approached by people offering them jobs. California officials are calling it state-sponsored kidnapping. Meanwhile, a Texas Sheriff's Office has recommended a San Antonio area district attorney file criminal charges after an investigation into the transportation in the fall of 49 asylum seekers from Texas to Martha's Vineyard, allegedly on the direction from Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. It's not clear who they would charge at this point. The sheriff's office said at this time, the case is being reviewed by our DA's office. The sheriff's recommendation squares with the way Bexar County routinely breaks from the GOP-led state in Texas. Bexar District Attorney was among those last year who said he would not heed a Texas Attorney General's opinion that said gender-affirming treatments for kids constituted child abuse.
1: How much longer before we start receiving them, and how much longer after we start receiving them, will the governor say, bring them on!
0: Come on, everybody uh, welcome.
4: uh, uh, I'm I'm shocked that hasn't happened already. Yeah. (laughs) A musical death, Astrid Gilberto, the Brazilian singer, songwriter, and entertainer whose English-language vocal on The Girl from Ipanema made her a worldwide voice of bossa nova, has died at the age of 83. Born in Salvador, Bahia, and raised in Rio de Janeiro, Gilberto became an overnight unexpected superstar in 1964, thanks to knowing just enough English to be recruited by the makers of the Getz Gilberto album, classic Bossa Nova album featuring Stan Getz and her then-husband Gilberto. Girl from Ipanema was a ballad written by Jobim, already a hit in South America, but producer Creed Taylor and others thought they could expand the record's appeal by including both Portuguese and English-language vocals. The song has become a jazz standard with hundreds of re-recorded versions, some... Well, some dreadfully boring when done by less than capable musicians. That's a hell of a song. Yeah. Are you kidding that's me? A great song. How, do you keep,
1: how do you keep your clothes on when that song comes I, I on? Seriously, I'm, I give up. On it's an amazing it. song. It just that's sets a
2: good scene, doesn't it? sets a good scene, doesn't it? they get you walking on, on
0: a beach. big oh my deals, Get the swimsuit on. Do you, you like
2: know. Sinatra's version?
0: I
4: don't know. <laughs> Sinatra's with, with Joe Beam is wonderful. That entire album, Sinatra and Joe Beam, is uh, just a killer. Well, I like didn't realize
2: kind of there was st- a whole album. If like songs?
4: that kind of stuff, I guess it's all right. Jeez. What the hell's going know, wrong what, with you, you shirt-tucker? What, <laughs> One of the really bad comments Joe always makes is he always says, "Oh, that dog's only got three chords." God, you so guys I, are I got, so
0: easy to disturb. I got news for you, that's Joe. Girlfriend
4: Epanem has more chords. <laughs> well, that's than John. Four, John. Well, that's got about
1: twenty, John. but that's okay. Yeah, John, he got it.
3: It's fishing uh, season. I got him. I got, he got
1: Kenny. Kenny oh, I got you season. so bad it's embarrassing. You, know what? This is you got me
0: too.
1: The whole rest of the show. The whole rest of the show. Here's all I'm doing. I I was legitimately angry at you, Suits I mean, what a bunch of saps you are I am,
0: totally
4: I can't tell though. things are so bad with your taste Well, I sure <laughs> didn't learn anything
0: from you trying to play the song, I'll tell you that I'll well, tell you is. that much okay.
4: don't, don't think
0: I'll, I won't I'm going write a letter to the commissioner <laughs> And don't think I won't <laughs> Yeah. Well, that yeah. sounds terrible.
4: Let's Halo, be. Halo. You, you sound terrible. Oh, Helipisa, anyway. Uh-
2: <laughs> Anita Menez Pase Pinto yeah. was the inspiration for the girl from Impung. Yeah, yeah, she thank was a you.
4: teenager. No, I'm not done yet, Joe. Oh. Uh, that song <laughs> <She still laughs> stole like more than 2 million copies. There's her. And is considered the second. All time covered song, the first being yesterday. I'll be darned. Because there are literally hundreds They're of. They're about
0: covers. the same quality, both those good. songs.
4: Not yeah, biting, y- suits, boy. Not, yesterday, not yesterday, biting.
0: Cast suit, another uh, line, my friend. Know.
4: John, thank
0: you. Are you done now?
4: That's it. I don't know.
2: I got about. 10 I got to. I got to
0: tell you that if uh, you know what sounds good to me in the summer, and I've always recommended it. What ham lemonade? Ham and potato salad. I love ham. And, and have salad. it cold. The cold ham. You want to order a ham from Grunhofer's? Yeah. You don't need to. They probably got them in stock. Sure. If you need to, call Grunhofer, 651-426-2800. Now I want ham and potato salad. Oh, you can't beat it. It's just the best. And as long as you're there, get all the beef. Grunhofer's beef is Minnesota-grown. It's beef from Minnesota farmers. 140 flavors of brats, town ball meatloaf, rookie burgers, yep. chicken, chops, <clears throat> pork shoulders, Whatever you want, this is a meat emporium. Um, And there's no better place in Minnesota. In fact, it's so known that people come here from out of state... To make a pilgrimage to Grunhoffers. Do you have a picture on your phone of?
2: Well, in, I'm on, they're on Instagram at Grunhoffers Old Fashioned Meats. Right. And right now, this week, three hours ago, try our new macaroni and cheese with bacon. Oh. Can you imagine how good wow. that is?
0: Those are all products I love.
2: They, uh, have you tried our beef sliders? I mean, it, it's they got everything. It's on Instagram? A fun fact, we use 19.04 miles of brat casing for Memorial Day week. Holy mackerel. Are these guys moving product? This is the best place to go.
0: It's Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. It's on Highway 61, just north of Hugo. And it's also in Forest Lake on Highway 97, just east of interstate 35 yeah you know what you can get some grunhoffers get to the get the grill going and put on this crummy song about Ipanema. Uh, spence could sing it to you Those, spence could serenade you go sashaying around the pool thank you oh, grunhoffers yeah. it's grunhoffers old-fashioned meats
3: Here's a liner from Rookie.
2: When oh. he really grills, he doesn't stay long. What? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's the worst you liner I've ever heard. I was heard. trying, I was trying really to picture was. you next to a grill, yeah. and I couldn't. I just couldn't see. You, who runs the grill Do you run the grill? Uh, you don't of, strike me as a griller.
3: No, we got people for that. Okay. Do you okay. know what season it is officially?
2: Well, mosquito. Season. Yes it is. Season. Especially when I got to I have to call your guys. So call
3: the best. It's Ray and Mike glers great guys and they own and operate two franchises of Mosquito Shield. That's their expertise. They don't spray for other bugs. Getting rid of ticks and mosquitoes is their job and their job only. And they use that proprietary blend. You can't go buy this on the shelf at Fratelloni's. Even though he's tried, Mosquito Shield are the originators of this stuff. They're going to take great care of you and your yard.
2: Jeff was, Jeff Wisdorf, he messaged me, Mosquito Control. I've heard you advertise a mosquito control company but couldn't find them. Uh, could you tell me who they are?
3: Mosquito Shield. So, Jeff, go online. Go to MoShield, there's no dash, MoShield.com, Jeff. All you got to do, put in your zip code, and you're going to be able to find them. You can also give Kelsey and Mike a call directly at 612-619-1556. You mentioned GL, you get 50 bucks off your service. They also stand behind their work. If for any reason that you need them in between applications... They will do an additional service call at absolutely no charge. I've been a customer of Mosquito Shield for years. They do a fantastic job, and it works. Uh, so get get online right now, Moshield.com or call them at 612-619-1556. Joe?
0: Only because they come to us. From where? Well, Fernan, Fernandina, the village is Florida from the Traveling Limans. It was on this day in 1877. Joe today is D-Day June 6th. The Minneapolis Baseball Association was organized and 2 days later the team played Fairbanks of Chicago mm-hmm. and won 4 to 3. Oh. On this day in 1889. Way back. The University of Minnesota Law School graduated its first class a total of 3 men. The following year's graduates numbered 45. I would say that then was the beginning of the end. we got too many numbers. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs>
2: Couldn't find on, parking.
0: On this day in 1910, June paper milling in International Falls began as 18 tons of newsprint were manufactured. Paper production remains a major business in International Falls. Hmm. And on this day in 1945, in a horrifying multiple murder, Robert Doan of Matoa or Matoa? What is that in Minnesota? I think it's Matoa. Mm. Clubbed to death his wife and three of the four kids. Oh, Mm. Yikes. He also set fire to the house, killing the remaining child. Jeez Louise. Doane had lost his temper after being fired from his job as a bulldozer operator at the Duluth Williamson-Johnson Municipal Airport and then getting into an argument with his wife. Oof. His first trial closed with a nine-three closed with a nine-three deadlock because according to the defense, Doan had signed a confession under extreme duress and he later denied the murders during the trial. Mm. At a second trial, Doan was sentenced to life imprisonment for second-degree murder. Mm. And that was a dreadful thing to have happened on this day. And that was in uh, 1945. Hmm. Thank you, GLers.
2: No, thank you. Hey pod mn on your smartphone you looking for maybe a d-day podcast i bet that would be very interesting to listen to you could probably find something like that on your smartphone pod mn you're not gonna find any d-day videos on the garage logic youtube page but you will find some that are entertaining so subscribe to garage logic on the youtube page then swing on over to the old garagelogic.com and learn more about the town council. If you're already a member, then you get it and you know what we're talking about. If you're not yet, sign up at garagelogic.com. It's $10 a month or $100 a year and you get a $10 Fred Lonies Hardware and Garden Store gift certificate just for signing up. Plus, you'll be an insider to see what we talk about during the breaks. It's mostly about food. We might be talking about, you know, stuff behind your back too, so tune in. <laughs>
3: John. It is time once again that we pick up that phone and we make that call to our guy, Mr. Money Talk Josh Arnold is with us once again here in Garage Logic, and boys, now the time for you to do the same. So do not delay. Pick up the phone and make the call for that free 48 minute financial consultation by dialing 952-925-5608 That number once again is 952-925-5608 You call that number, you get Josh and you will always get straight talk. You will never get sugarcoated advice and the man himself josh arnold is on the line with us once again and today josh it could be all apple all the time but you'd also like to touch on a little bit of ai news today
5: chris we'll go with the all apple all the time the question came up by many analysts with apple and where's the ai where's the artificial intelligence we were counting on that Up, not there tell The stock, all the news about Apple is already in the stock. Downgrade, sell Apple. For those of you who have been listening to me for, I'll say, years and and decades, you know that Apple is not only my favorite stock, it's also the largest position in my account and my clients' accounts. I have stopped trading Apple back in 2007. Before numerous splits during that period of time, Apple has gone up and down, up and down, a few times losing as much as 50% of value, only to regain that and more as new products and new innovations have come out. Yes, I know analysts have said Tim Cook is not an innovator. He's just a dull old guy, still a caretaker of Steve Jobs' vision. I beg to differ with you only because the value of Apple has increased exponentially more under Tim Scott's leadership than under Steve Jobs. And lack of innovation? Well, just because the phone or the watch, the iPad is not in a new box does not mean there is a lack of innovation. Far from it. Do all Apple's products generate billions and billions of dollars? No. And I think that is what disappointed numerous analysts and uh, we'll say hangers on who went to the uh, or to Apple's worldwide development conference that started yesterday and Apple brought out their virtual reality augmented reality headset that won't go on sale until 2024, which, uh, and it will cost about $3,500 in its first iteration. Analysts, I'm not going to say they all panned this device. Some saying, well, it's not a product for the masses. It's product for the privileged few. But I just looked and said... This product is really, maybe should have been introduced not at the beginning of the conference, but more at the end of Tim Cook's uh, keynote or even at the end of yesterday's session with, and one more thing, and I think that might have gotten a little bit more of a kick than it did yesterday. That said, this virtual reality headset introduced during the Worldwide Developers Conference does give developers a long lead time to start developing applications for this this product. One of the failures of a Meta's virtual reality headset, lack of applications and... Programs. Well, Apple's starting right right away, previewing this at a Worldwide Developers Conference, giving the developers plenty of time to develop some applications that could actually will extend Apple's ecosystem even further. Then an old friend of Apple, former board member, Bob Iger of Disney, came onto to the scene and said, Guess what? Disney is gonna be on that virtual reality, augmented reality headset offering whatever Disney does offer That is a
0: huge
5: endorsement for this headset. That's it. It's not going to be a big seller when it comes out in 2024. I don't think it's ever going to be a big seller. But again, I say it adds to Apple's ecosystem. Additionally, some of the other, we'll say, innovations or move forwards uh, with Apple at this conference with a new iOS platform which allows you to do more things with your watch and iPhone. Big stuff, plus introduction of the new Macintosh Pro that is going to be powered by Apple's own silicon. That puts an additional hurt onto Intel, and is a little bit of a plus for Taiwan Semiconductor. I'm still looking at revenues going, continuing to go forward, more people adopting products, services from Apple. And bear in mind, they're still making inroads into India, one of the largest population bases around. Yes, of course, India is not as rich as the United States or rich as, far, as rich as parts of China Apple, of course, will design products and price points for them. I still maintain my $250 price target on Apple. And one more thing. No, Apple did not specifically mention artificial intelligence. They talk about machine learning. Ah, well, you have to think a little bit because machine learning is, of course artificial intelligence.
3: Very good advice, Mr. Money Talk. You heard him, GLers. Now's the time for you to pick up the phone and make the call for that free 48-minute financial consultation by dialing 952-925- 5608, where you're always going to get street talk and never sugar-coated advice. Josh, once again, thank you so much for the time and the chat. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll do this again on Thursday. You got a deal. Thanks, Chris. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold, Investment Consultant LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results.
0: All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser.